Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. You're listening to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast. The show that proves no one stumbles upon success ever. With your host, Lou Need. Every Mondays and Thursdays, we deliver cold heart evidence behind the power of a robust morning routine. Get ready to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Hello, morning enthusiasts. Welcome to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lou Need, And today, I have the honor of introducing a very special guest to the show, Christina Fry. She is, you know, all things marketing, but she found a niche where she find a holistic marketing approach. And that came out of, you know, loneliness, chaotic time and who haven't been there. But she used that as a powerful way to actually create innate marketing genius where she helps solo business owners find their own voice. You know how it is with branding, um, market to their strength their genius zone and then to get the right client consistently. So it's really exciting to hear about how she runs this boutique. And of course, the courage that she had to move all the way to Boston on her own. I'm actually from Boston. So I'm curious, Christina, where you move from so we can start there. But welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks, Dr. Lini. It's great to be here. Yeah. So move to Boston from where? (laughs) <laughs> not too far Connecticut, but it was a completely different environment, to be honest. Yeah. It was closer to New York City. I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, Boston is very different from New York. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like a middle ground between Connecticut and, and, and New York, for sure, in terms of the the energy and the busyness. For sure. Yeah. And it's, I always, like, I knew people in that area that absolutely hated the Boston Red Sox and absolutely loved the Boston, the New York Yankees. And I just, I didn't get the difference in culture for Mm -hmm. years after I moved up here. But now I finally, after a while, I was like, okay, yes, I get it. Boston definitely has a chip on its shoulder. Obviously, (laughs) so does New York. (laughs) They're going to butt heads, you know? Yeah. Every time, right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, tell us about the uh, marketing piece of it. Um, what type of chaotic time that like birth innate marketing genius? Yeah. So when I moved to Boston, I didn't really know anybody. I like knew like two people, something like that. And I was living with two men that were also kind of strangers and uh, just in an environment that was a little bit... It just didn't feel very safe. And um, I'm somebody who, like, I'm very sensitive to energy. And I lived in an environment where it, like, I could hear, it wasn't actual hearing, but I was picking up on like horrific screaming every single night when I was like sitting down, watching television, reading a book, I would just hear that in my mind. Um, And as soon as I left the apartment, it wasn't there anymore. And moving to Boston, especially during the cold season, not very, like at least for me, 
you know, I wasn't part of a big university system and suddenly I have a community, right? It was just yeah. me and I needed to build a business. So that was particularly daunting and I wasn't close enough to the T to actually use it very often, which was really, um, it, it was a disappointment. I wanted a walkable lifestyle. You hear yeah. about that with a older city, like a New England, you know, capital of Boston. Yeah. That is Boston, but it just didn't, I, I ended up driving a lot more when I moved to Boston than I had in a suburb of Connecticut. So mm-hmm. just things like that. And then, uh, that that was the chaotic lonely time, if that answers your question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know traveling, taking the public transportation in Boston is not as easy as it is in New York, for sure. And I tell people that I <laughs> um, lived there for over 12 years. Um, I love the city. I uh, went to high school there, but moving, navigating the transit system um, is a task of its own. <laughs> but it's definitely a lot <laughs> easier than where I'm at now. But out of that, you found strength. And what were you doing before marketing? Like what brought you to that path? I've been doing marketing for pretty much 25 years. I mean, as soon as I got out of college, I went into advertising. It wasn't officially marketing, but I was working um, on the account management side for big brands, went out to California, Silicon Valley area, worked on beta programs for, you know, places like Cisco and other big companies like that have been the whole marketing department for a family business, which was in Mm -hmm. semiconductor. So I was like doing their website and trade shows and all that. And I was also a youth speaker. So I was basically marketing to PTOs, which I always like to say is the hardest marketing I've ever done. Just to try to get past the moms, you know, the group of moms, like, are you going to make it? Are you going to get hired by them? Like that was, that was a challenge. So that's yeah. that was my marketing background before. Okay. And then you took the leap and started your own um, innate marketing genius. And how's that been? It's been great. Uh, the reason I call it innate marketing genius is when I moved to Boston, I actually was networking a lot for my business. And I created a marketing plan for 40 different business owners in four months. That was my challenge oh. to myself. I'm just going to okay. do this experiment. and. Not only that, but I wanted to make sure that, you know, if I'm going to give you a marketing plan, that it actually reflects your strengths. It shows how much you love helping people, you know, your own generosity of spirit that it comes through. And so I took people through a, a process where they could really connect to that, you know, beyond just being a real estate agent or an accountant or a financial advisor. It's like, well, how do you absolutely love helping people? Uh So I used a little secret method. Uh (laughs) um, And what ended up happening was it revealed an archetype, right? So like Uh every single person, yeah, it had an archetype. And I call it specifically an archetype of service. So like, who are you when you're totally loving helping people? Mm-hmm. And I doing that for 40 different business owners, I discovered that there were these categories, which I will just list them for you. There are nurturers, adventure guides, door openers, steady presences, and celebrators. Each one of them has their strengths, of course, and also a way to tell their story. That is a huge part of my work now. It's like, well, you're a celebrator. How can you tell your story such that people can't get enough of you? So, and that that also, I call that your innate marketing genius. It's within you. It's what you love naturally to do for people. So what if you could bring that into your marketing every day so you don't, you know, it's not just one more to-do item and it never gets done. Right. So that's where that came from. 
innate. It lives within. It's all, what you're looking for is already inside. And so just you help them optimize this and strengthen it and actually voice it, as you say, bring it out. Exactly. Yeah. So like I'm a nurturer with a side of door opener. And um, my favorite thing in life is making it safe for other people to have great ideas. Like if I'm doing that, I'm absolutely on mission. And I discovered that when I figured out these archetypes, it just helps yeah. a lot with like, I could say 10,000 things about anything. So it's really nice to have a lane. No. Yeah. Are you making it safe for other people to have great ideas? If you are, then you're right in your lane. It's just nice to know that. And that I imagine can boost creativity, productivity, and just feeling that sense of purpose being aligned. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Also, I will start with, it calms your entire nervous system (laughs) because marketing naturally has this energetic of outwardness, right? Expanding out. Here's an, you know, and I'll give you an example. Like you have the desperation of getting your message out to get clients. There's that energy. Then there's the energy of like, well, there's 15 different vehicles that you should be using. Mm -hmm. So there's sort of like chasing all those down that energy, right? And then there's the resignation or disappointment when things don't work out the way you want them to, because marketing is always about testing. So there's just like a lot of like, talk about chaotic and lonely sometimes, right? I think Mm -hmm. any business owner can relate to that experience of like, wow, it just didn't go like I planned. Uh And then what, what, what do we do? And I know I, I asked that question quite a bit as well. It then go as I play, especially with ads and paid ads, you know? So how do you tell a client to that's per se reinvent, but how to proceed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after we discover their archetype, which really simplifies a lot of things and it puts things into focus. Then I focus on, well, what's the best way for you to get out there? Because out of the, you know, 170 things I could recommend, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I want to make sure there are three things happening. One, that it reflects how they naturally connect with other humans. Mm-hmm. Two, that it meets their business needs, which are unique to every... Like some people need a big reset of their business. Some people need to grow their list. You know, like very different needs. And then three, what is your marketing archetype? Those three things go right into that decision. And typically, these are content-rich strategies that they take some ramp up time, right? So like a signature talk, a podcast like you're doing, you know, you don't just wake up one day and flip a switch and suddenly you're doing a podcast. Like um, Dr. Lini, you took some time to think about what's the topics I want to do? Where am I going to host it? Do I have all the gear? You know, what do I have to say? How am I going to find guests? There's just a lot of like ramp up yeah. And then my job is to get them, not only they're just feeling great about their strategy, but they also have the habits, which is why I love the name of your podcast, Best Morning Routine Ever. It's like, yeah, I want my clients to have the best marketing day ever right. because they're not spending the whole day doing it and they're getting results. Mm-hmm. And it's tailored to them. And I think that's what that's the approach that is so pivotal in this piece right here is like it's tailored. It's looking at their archetype and so that it cannot be replicated or duplicated right it is um, as authentic as it gets so that that's what um, stands out kind of like the morning routine you create it for you so that it can give produce the results you need throughout the day absolutely Um, which is fascinating Uh, so how do we get from 
the place of we decide how we want to be to live in a joyful purposeful life servicing to other people because i know you were in that space for a while as well servicing mm-hmm. others and then you know kind of ramp up to the world and into life itself right like how do we get that meaning well i what i think that you are asking is and and let me know if i'm off here um is you know, how do we take that show on the road? Like, how mm-hmm. do you take those ideas once you get them and make it happen? Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So that is why when I work with people, little plug, um, it takes four months. It's not like a couple of meeting situation here. There's a planning session that's two hours and then five accountability and action sessions. So, and I'm also the copywriter during that time, just in case somebody okay. needs that. So it's, I'm not going to lie. like. There's got to be some good work going on to get it. Because again, it's not just churning out the content. It's also finding your voice within that. Like, again, I'll just use you as an example. You knew you wanted to do a podcast, I guess, but there's a million ways to do it. You know, there's like some people are really, you know, huge energy, sassy coming at you a hundred miles an hour. Some people are unbelievably quiet and there's pressure to stand out and be a certain way. And so I just want to make sure that people, they do it enough. They're like doing the podcast enough that they realized, you know what? I don't need to be like that other podcaster. And even me telling them what their um, archetype is, sometimes it takes a while to like get comfortable with that. You know, you're so used to trying to please everyone and grab all the attention and, and business you can get. So like, what would it be like? If you actually could feel confident and settled and and peaceful yeah. in the voice you have, that takes some practice. And so that that's where the the work comes in. You said it's about what five five months, five sessions, I think you said, and it's owning that and then being able to execute it to to so serving providing the service to others essentially. Yeah, and the providing service to others is simply related to you know whatever marketing you're going to do. It's not just going to be a bunch of noise or a bunch of, you know, what do you call it? Like bells and whistles that you're offering. Mm -hmm. It's more like, hey, I would like to just right now help you (laughs) change your life even before you hire me. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I'm hoping that if somebody is listening to this podcast, they're thinking, wow, I have an innate marketing genius. Let me figure out what that is. So like your listener will hopefully hear a value immediately. I mean, I'm a podcaster, so I can just go here. Like probably in your show notes, there will be a link to my free assessment. Like people can find out in five minutes. Uh So that's what I mean. It's like, yeah, this podcast is free for people to listen to. And there will hopefully be immediate value. I mean, otherwise, why even listen to a podcast, you know? Right. So uh, yeah, giving, that's what people would call, um, not per se freebie, but adding value um, right off the bat. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay. Um, tell us the, you listed the five archetype. What are the difference between um, four of them? All com- commonality, right? What's the grounded yeah, piece that you see across the board? Yeah. Well, I, I may have already said this a million times, but I'll say it again, which is, you know, there's a way of being that each human seems to have where not only are they energized, but they also are benefiting others. Usually those two things 
just historically speaking, have been separate. Either you're martyring yourself and serving with no boundaries and you're giving it away until you're exhausted, Mm -hmm. or it's all about you. It's all about me. Yay for me. You know, um, let me just be the Instagram influencer, the stereotype that just gets all the attention because of the makeup that you're putting on or whatever is happening there. Right. So Mm -hmm. what I'm seeing as a common thread through those five archetypes is that you can have both in a healthy way, meaning not only do you feel alive and sort of maybe not the center of attention, but just like alive and vital. And you can also help others at the same time, which basically means everybody wins. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't want to live that way? Right. You know, so that's the common thread through all the five. And I'm, you know, if I have an obsession, it's to discover like every human that I get my hands on. It's like, well, what's yours? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because you have that lane, lane of service, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well put. So let's talk about sometimes it's it's hard to find your purpose. And I know there are habits and principles you can put in place to make it happen. And I, I honestly believe it starts with your morning routine. It starts with the first 10 minutes of the day, kind of get you going revved up for it to show up for the rest of the world, show up for others. Let's talk about yours in particular. How do you get up, dress up and show up? I have two things. One is really a direct answer to your question around like, how are you getting ready to serve? So um, it is a, it's a 10 minute daily mindset practice where I pretend I have all the resources and money in the world. Mm -hmm. And I can decide what to give to all of life in that minute. So I ask that question. I just close my eyes. What feels good to offer to life today? And I just have to sit in a humble place of not knowing and allow something to download, right? It's really powerful to just, you know, like you're dropping off to sleep and you start seeing things Mm -hmm. like that kind of feeling where you're just humble and you're out of your own way and something drops in. And it's like, oh my gosh, I need to be giving away this weird herb. I know I'm going a little weird here, but like sometimes I will have these mornings where I get up. I'm like, I just want to give away this super powerful herb that you would find in the middle of a deep forest. And it's like, I don't know why I'm giving that away, but it feels so deeply resonant and aligned. And I've actually every... I'll just bring this back to the business for a second. Um, Every client I work with does this practice. It's called the generosity practice for obvious reasons. And... There is so much that happens when you focus on like the joyful generosity that we all have within us just for the heck of it. Like there's no pressure. No one's ever going to actually come back to me and be like, well, Christina, how come I didn't get my weird herb from the middle of the forest today? It's like, there's no pressure. It's sort of the opposite of when you're doing marketing, there's all this pressure to like get the business to succeed, to do really well. Mm-hmm. This practice takes all those expectations off and brings you back into like, it's Christmas morning. You know, like Mm. anything is possible, right? Like that, that's the marketer I want to wake up in people and in myself because we all have our struggles with, you know, doing what we can to succeed. So that's number one. I have another one, but I'll I'll pause there if you want to chat about it. No, go ahead. Okay. So my other one is going in the ocean for two to three minutes, even on snowstorm days, I Where have do you find a an ocean of... in Boston. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I'm actually north of Boston, and I am one mile—not even—from a beach. 
So uh, there's a group of us, there's a hundred of us now. And uh, every Wednesday and Friday at 8 a.m., we show up like knuckleheads. <laughs> we go in the water, even if it's 20 degrees out. And we stay in for about two, three minutes when it's really, really cold. Like right now, the water is about 37 degrees. Yeah. So you don't stay in very long for that. But that, oh my goodness gracious, what a way to... I mean, I could talk about that forever. I'll say a couple submerging things. submerging your whole body or you're just putting your, dipping yes. your toe in and out? You're submerging yourself. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> We're going all the way in to up to the shoulders, which by the way, is the worst part. Like it's so, it, it stings at the shoulders. Yeah. We're going all the way in. And um, that's why you need the other people around because otherwise yeah. you never do it on your own. I wouldn't. Yeah. You know. So you can imagine the kind of energy you get from doing that. And also for me personally, so self-confidence, like, yeah. Hey, I've got this. I can do this crazy, really hard thing. So I probably can do other hard things. Yeah, that's, that's true. Especially when you're, when you're doing it for you're you're holding yourself accountable, right? When there's accountability to you, it builds your confidence. You can do other things. I totally agree. And that's the power of like being intentional in the morning. It's the power of being intentional about certain practices that you do just for you because it helps you show up for the rest of the day. It helps you show up for everything else in your life. It's like a, a, a yes. it's perfect. It's so true. And it, especially when you know, you're know you running your own business or doing your own project, like you're it. You mm-hmm. know, like there's no big team. There's no rituals that a company is doing. There's no HR department. It's you. Yeah. So you have to like set a tone and pick a good one for the rest of the day. I totally see what you're talking about. Yeah, that's that's quite insightful. Yeah, thank you for sharing. Uh, give you opportunity. Tell us how can we connect with you? Where can we find you? Oh, yeah. Thank you. So mm-hmm. my website is innate. So innate, I-N-N-A-T-E, innatemarketinggenius.com. And a really great way to sort of dip your toe in the water or check this out is to find out what your archetype is. So just, um, just look for that assessment. It's yeah. It's like one menu in you'll find it. It's like under how to be you, but uh, the other easy way to get there is just innatemarketinggenius.com forward slash assessment. That'll get you right there. Mm -hmm. So that's a great way to start. And then you'll figure out, am I a door opener? Am I a steady presence, et cetera, et cetera. Very nice. Yeah. And that, can actually help with a lot of the branding and marketing and how to find your voice and find your the right client consistently. I like that you, you put that over and over, getting the right client. And then you're living in your genius zone. It doesn't feel like work anymore. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't feel like work anymore. And one last thing that I sometimes forget to mention, and that is once you've figured out your archetype, like you've done that assessment and all that jazz, once a month, I do a free community class. So just be looking like there'll be an invitation. Yeah. So that's just, that's a way to really connect with me and others that are interested in this work. It's kind of like, I open my doors. Hello, let's talk. You know, Mm -hmm. that's in there. Excellent. Christina. Thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Dr. Lunid. It was great to talk to you. Yes. All right, morning enthusiasts. That's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. If you love the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast, we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes or Google Play. While you're at it, tell a friend about the show. Be sure to visit bestmorningroutineever.com and our Facebook group to join the conversation. 
access the show notes and discover our fantastic free bonus content. Until next time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.